Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Random Beats presents Matt Mania Podcast, the Southwest Authority on Wrestling, Hip-Hop, and Everything in Between. Featuring T. Call, Rock Knowledge, the Neo-X, and producer G1 to the rescue. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Yeah, Matt Maniacs. It's that time again. It is time for the Matt Mania Podcast, episode number 177. Coming Holy. to you live via Zoom, because these are the times that, that we live in. From um, the Zoomiverse. What was that? From the Zoomiverse. The Zoomiverse. There we go. That's the, We're going to coin the term the Zoomiverse. Yeah. Um, I am Rock Knowledge. I am joined by Theo Neo, Neo X. Yo. Call the villain. Yes, sir. G1 to the rescue. Ooh, wait, let's go then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are going to get into the recap of NXT TakeOver in your house that occurred this past Sunday. Phenomenal show. Um, we're going to talk a little raw, and then we are doing the go home show because this coming Sunday again is WWE Backlash. Uh, just keep in mind, Matt Maniacs, we are recording this show prior to SmackDown airing. Um, so if the card does change, it's not our fault. Uh, <laughs> we, are the, we are doing the best that we can. Ooh, it ain't we, our fault. we just want this. to make sure we got an episode to y'all uh, prior to uh, the event happening this Sunday. So, well, I mean, Rock, everybody knows WWE listens to this podcast. It's the greatest they do. wrestling they do. podcast so they have to get the content ready for backlash. It's not, it's not uncommon. It's not. Yeah, they're waiting they for the rug from the MMP. If they got a problem with our card not being exact, just two words for them. Hey, <laughs> speaking of man, you saw see, y'all see Charlotte Flair with a little crotch chop. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I'm getting. I'm getting excited. Nah, Go ahead, Rock. <laughs> nah, that's okay, man. Um, we, we, we again, want to put our prayers, thoughts, and power behind those who are still out in the streets on a daily basis, protesting justice, brutality. So power to all of y'all. We love what y'all are doing. Um, you know, things have, things have cooled down a bit. I think things are a lot more peaceful this week. Um, you know, but the protests are still mm-hmm. happening nation and mm-hmm. or worldwide. Worldwide. Worldwide, shouts out to Titus. Yeah, they were still out there Monday. Yeah. Well, and you know, someone brought up uh, some interesting facts, like on a Twitter post that I saw. They're saying like, oh well, um, you know, uh, back in the day when they did like the the sit-ins, those lasted like sixty some odd days. When they were, um, you know, protesting against the segregations on the bus, that lasted like eighty some odd days. Like, it's just so much that. You know that it's it's going to take so much in order to affect positive change. Uh, yeah, the so, people just got to not mm-hmm. they got to not give up. You know, not, and you, yeah, don't just put a week into it and then you know think it's over. If you want change, it's got to be a constant issue. It's like a you know you got to constantly bother them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
for them because, for them to want to not see you anymore. Yeah, because this yeah. shit is far from over. We got a long way to go, um, but we just want to you know send all the positivity to everybody who's out in those streets. Um, you yeah, know, they doing, laid doing the uh, right thing. They laid George Floyd to rest uh, yesterday. Yes, they did. Uh, yes, they did. Beautiful funeral, from what I understand. Uh, the Reverend Al Sharpton spoke. Um, I think Dio performed, and it was, uh, it was a couple of other things that happened. It was just, it was, it was a really great, and, and as weird as this might sound, <gasps> when I go, I think I want that gold cast. That was kind of nice. Not you want Al Sharpton to talk at your funeral too? He can if he had, if he has some real shit to say. If, if if I made that much of an impact on the world at some point, if he has some real shit to say, fuck it, I'm not opposed to that. I'm I'm gonna be at your funeral. I'm gonna be looking over at T, calling like, "Did you hear G1 shit himself before he passed away?" <laughs> I'll be like, "Yo, did you hear G1's last words were Chicago? Oh, Chicago forever." Uh, yeah. I, I just I'm just going back. I'm going back gonna, to that old bit, that old Dave Chappelle bit where he goes, <laughs> hear, you hear about that guy, uh, what's his name? He, you hear about Frank, he shit himself before he died. Saw it on the news, guy cried like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. G1 um, gonna get buried in his favorite Power Ranger outfit. Oh, yeah, nah. I don't know why you would want a golden casket. You should have like a, like a, a golden, um, Megazord casket. Nah, there's a there's a gold ranger. You know, you better have some money. Nah, hey. Speaking of money, yes. Speaking (laughs) of that money, you you can do our favorite thing, which is going to Patreon.com. You search the Mad Mania podcast. You do our favorite thing, which is what, gentlemen? Pay Pay that that money, money, money. Yeah, 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 that money. (laughs) Money. Additionally, additionally, we will have the link in the show notes. So if you don't want to search it, just hit the link in the show notes. It'll take you right there. That's right. And, you, and that illustrious slot is still available for $100 to be in the group chat. So keep that in mind. You want to be in that group chat. Today it was popping. You can hear about Derek's diarrhea. Shouts out to Cab Caveman. <laughs> Crave case of White Castle today. Oh, Jesus, no. We it's might just, be going to his funeral. It's just a preview. <laughs> uh, trust me, I've had I've, I've had some stacks of tin from White Castle <laughs> back in the day, and that you know that epic boo boo that you have to take later on in the day is, is pretty fucked up, but it's worth every It's it's pretty funny though, <laughs> but yeah, that should be the it's worth but it's worth it though. Right? <laughs> it was. I mean, it was so weird. Off, I'm sure he was having issues because he said he went to White Castles and McDonald's. Well, he uh, only got some. He only got like a smoothie or some shit from McDonald's. I don't think he got no food. Who knows? He might have created some concoction. He might have doubled up some sandwiches with some. Yeah, and he said he put. He said he put some type some of alcohol fries. in whatever whatever it was that he bought from McDonald's. He said he put some type of alcohol. He was putting some hot mustard on the on the white. <laughs> <sandwich. laughs> That's how you know you got to get inventive because you've eaten like twenty five. You got to put some kind of sauce to get the other five down. I know, cause, right. cause after, after 10, you just sound fat than a motherfucker. He's over there being inventive and shit. <laughs> at least he's doing something with his time, you know, in the house. And at least it's yeah. real White Castle. It's not that frozen shit. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. That frozen shit is terrible. Yeah, yeah he, he was looking like the happiest man in the world. Yeah, I had some frozen White Castles earlier today. Yeah. I've, I've had both. I've had fresh and I've had frozen. There's not a whole lot of difference. 
uh, even the slightest bit of difference that's there, and maybe you know, maybe Look, it's different here. If you offer me a frozen places. one, I'm gonna eat it. If you offer me a fresh one, I'm gonna eat it. Yeah, no, so. if it's yeah, no, if it's if it's something that you offering me, I'm, I'm gonna eat it either way. I'm just saying, if it's coming out of my pocket, I'm always gonna be fresh. Yo, if you didn't eat a cold one, then you didn't eat a frozen one. <laughs> I think cold ones it's in not Vegas, the same. bro. Fucking buying like twenty sliders at like four o'clock in the morning in the hotel. You wake right. up the next day, it's like 10 in the morning. You're like, oh, I got Hell cold yeah. White Castle. I'm going to eat that shit. <laughs> I can only do that type of shit with pizza. Pizza's so great. when when I went to Vegas uh, with the boys, and we oh, went yeah. to White Castle my first time ever. Uh-huh. And it was good, but you're right. You get the you get the you get the doo doo squares afterwards. Like I'm not. It just runs right through you, man. Like I don't know. I ordered 30 of them out there. Uh, you a, get some chicken it's, rings. It's a, oh, that's what I eat. Them chicken rings and the honey mustard. Five. Twenty piece chicken ring, honey mustard. Every fucking time I go. You That's go. Why new wait, 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 is going to fuck the whole case up because I know our our epic White Castle trips in uh, Vegas. So. Real quick though, real quick though, you're telling me you order chicken from a burger joint? Chicken, yeah. Chicken rings. Chicken rings. Chicken rings. Chicken rings are fire from there, dog. Oh, I guess I must have missed it. I didn't see it. You did. Noob, you fucking noob. Yeah. Instead of fries, you can get chicken rings or you can get clam strips. Or or... <laughs> they, oh, they do got clam strips. That's right. Yeah. Calamari. <laughs> All sorts of weird shit. Yeah. Man. That like was a wild about. tangent we just went off on. But yeah, there is one more place you can support the Matt Mania podcast. Neo, tell them about it. Pro right, Wrestling Tees, WhiteCastle.com. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Pro Wrestling Tees, search White Castle. No, I'm just kidding. ProWrestlingTees.com, uh, search Mad Mania Podcast. There's also a link in the show notes description. Become the official Mad Maniac, picking up the shirt, picking up the album. Uh, rock the tea, share the tea, love the tea, be the tea. Just, uh, and then maybe put your TTs on the tea. So. Oh my God, we got to take the picture of Derek with the Crave case and put it on a tee now so we can have a White Castle t shirt. Uh-huh. We really should. <laughs> we're we're we really at should. White Castle. Take a picture. We got to. It's, hey, any, any publicity is good publicity. That's, That's funny. But you, know, but you know how we do every week on the Mad Mania podcast. Before we get too deep into the world of professional wrestling, we always get into the put over segment where we put over something outside the world of wrestling. Um, this week, I am going to let the man himself, T. Call the Villain, kick it off. What you putting over, T? I'm going to put over Rendon Jewels' new project, RTJ4, Rendon Jewels 4. This is the collaborative effort of Killer Mike and LP, their fourth effort. Um, you know? Yeah. It, it was uh, coveted as, like, the... The, the music that America needs to hear right now. It's saying like it's very, very, it's culturally appropriate in this time currently. Well, it's it's funny because it, they're not, it's not like they're making the music for the right. time. Right. Not real that's time. Just, but... That's just their attitudes like mm-hmm. yeah. anti-government, anti-establishment type mm-hmm. shit, you know. Um, getting together and just speaking more freely on it, you know, but yeah, Killer Mike been on that shit, so if you listen to any of his, like, Pledge albums are um, on rap music, like, he's always been, like, on some fuck raging shit and and stuff like that, so you know, yeah, it just 
like it just comes at a good time though because you know the state that we're in so yeah it is good music to hear our music that you know you can get behind music that you can rally behind almost um absolutely even though it wasn't intentional right but yeah you know dope production on there from lp of course and um yeah man these guys are just getting better like I don't know if they're going to do another Run of Jewels project because I know I heard in interviews before Killer Mike saying that they wanted to have like, um, I think he said they wanted to have four classic projects. I think he compared that to like Outcast or something like that. Mm. But yeah, he said, he said once they had four that they was going to be done. So don't really know what the, what the status of Run of Jewels is going to be after this, but yeah, man. You got four Run the Jewels projects out there, so if you haven't um, listened to any any of them, I know there are people who still haven't. I mentioned Run the Jewels to people they don't know who it is. So mm-hmm. I haven't listened yet, and full disclosure, I have not gotten to it yet. Um, I will at some point. Um, I, I do enjoy Run the Jewels, so at some point I will uh, press play um, okay. on yeah. the on the Spotify's. I'm actually on their website right now. They have a really dope. Um, little message they put out on why they really because I think they released this early if I remember correctly. They did. Um, yeah, so I'm going to read what the website says. This is from um, uh, Killer Mike and uh, LP. So it says, fuck it. Why wait? The world is infested with bullshit. So here's something raw to listen to while you deal with it all. We hope it brings you some joy. Stay safe and hopeful out there. And thank you for giving two friends the chance to be heard and do what they love. With sincere love and gratitude, Jamie and Mike. Yes, sir. That's super dope. They got bundles. They have like they have bundles available because it is. I guess you can buy the album because it's. I I didn't know that it was actually for sale, but they do got. Oh wow, this bundle's dope. Oh, it's sold out. Of course it is. They had a. It's a pink and gold like double quadruple vinyl sold out. Yeah, they got some dope merch. They got some really dope merch. It's been out for a minute now, so. I think that two weeks now at least has been out. Yeah. So they, yeah, this is, this is dope. Like they got some dope, like they've always done really good with their merch. I, I'll say that much that like, their merch is always solid. Um, so yeah, definitely support this man. Like they are, sell this beer. Good shit. Look at that. I'm on the website too. They sell beers here. You know what? I'll, I'll admit. Beers? Yeah. Go, go to the, uh, uh, on the top it, right next to art. It says craft beer. <laughs> I, I'll admit oh yeah, they that, do have like, a beer. That's right. They do. That's right. Yes. I'll admit well, that, like, for, yeah, I'll, I'll admit that, like, for the record, like, I've never listened to an entire Run the Do- Run the Jewels project. I feel like I tried one particular time, and I guess I, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like maybe I, I feel like maybe I was looking for something different or something like that, but it just didn't it didn't grab me right away. My only favorite song of Run the Jewels is not even from a Run the Jewels album. I like the the Let's Go record from the Venom soundtrack. That because okay. it, it, it's like it's 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 immediately like like got so much better songs than that. I mean, they got and, four. And I know they, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, and I know I got it. And I know it's just it's just gonna take it's just gonna take me to to blow something, dive in, uh, you know, and just and and really just let it do what it do. Like I just I have to really just blow something and. and and like play a video game or something and let the Spotify run in the background in order for me to really like grab yeah. the dust of it because I know if I'm just doing, if I'm just 
casually doing anything else, I'm, I, it's, it's not going to immediately, you know, grab my attention. That's not to say anything bad about what they are. I feel like, well, you know, it, their impact on hip hop as a whole, based on what I can see, has been has been phenomenal. And I'm familiar with Killer Mike's work. I like some of LP's beats or whatever, not all of them, but that. Oh, one yeah, you know, I think um, I think Rock Knowledge might be appalled, but. You know, I didn't know anything about LP until LP started working with Killer Mike. So I guess around yeah. rap music is when I he said I might be appalled. Wait, LP? What LP did other things before Run the Jewel? Um, yeah, the Christ, whole man. Google Google Company Flow. I mean, I know now. I know. Oh uh, yeah, I never heard of that. Google the Company whole, Flow. Yes, LP yes. had a record label before yeah, you know. this called oh, wow. Jeff Jones. Oh, yeah, man, you know that's that. Crazy. <laughs> Definitely some underground New York shit, you know. Oh yeah, it was super. I mean, it, I'm talking this like the, the company flow. This is like 1997, 98 Ruckus Records, like super ultra New York underground backpack shit. So right. yeah, yeah. So I didn't, if, you, I if you really weren't up on that shit, you probably don't know anything about that. I wasn't I wasn't aware of him until he started messing with um, Killer Mike and the guy together. I knew nothing. Yeah. And, um, and you know, originally listening to LP, like LP's raps were like a acquired taste. It's up. Yeah, I agree. Music. I agree. He's 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 got some awkward flow. I think he's better behind the boards, in my opinion. I like his production more. But he's but he's got some flow also, and I think you know also, like he's got to keep up with Mike too. You know. Yeah. I think I think over the Run the Jewels projects, he's gotten better. Which is not a slight to him, but I'm just saying, like in the beginning, it probably was like some bullshit. But, um, but you know, having well, yeah, because you when know, you're in a group, you want being around Mike and having a rap with him. You know, you want to yeah. you want to be hard on some verses too. You know, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's like a friendly competition thing. You want to make sure you're at least keeping up with your partner, right? So yeah, yeah, I get it, absolutely. I enjoy the contrast with them two on the tracks and. Yeah, LP's got some, you know, LP's production is like you said, like it's that 90s shit. It's like, it's like fucking industrial hip hop because it's through all like the analog shit and stuff like that, you know? So. Yeah. That I love. The the quality of his production I absolutely love because you know how I am about the, the, the grittier or the grittier, warmer sound. I hate when shit is just too tingy and doesn't have a roundness to it. So I appreciate the quality of his beats, but just style-wise, not all of them really are just community grabbing. Like. Yeah. So grab that Run the Jewels for y'all. Absolutely. Next. Yeah, I'll go ahead and take over from here. Um, my put over for the day, we had a great, uh, a great teaser, uh, for an up, for an upcoming, uh, basically, I guess you could say a sequel, the end of a trilogy, uh, for those, for those of you who are product of the late eighties, early nineties, like myself, you may remember Bill and Ted's excellent invention, Bill and Ted's both yeah. journey. Um, today we seen the first official teaser trailer for something that's been in the works. Bill and Ted's Face the Music. This is the official, uh, third title in the Bill and Ted trilogy. Obviously, both Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter are much older now. And, uh, obviously we got new special effects and shit like that. And they really get to capitalize on a story that spans across, uh, generations. From what I, from what I got from, 
the the little bit of the movie trailer that they put out. Uh, these guys are basically in a situation where um, the, the one of the guys made reference 25 years ago. They they rocked the concert and had like everybody's attention for a minute. And they said just recently, you know, they rocked uh, a, a place with like 40 people, and the only reason people were there were like free tacos. They're supposed their whole purpose is they're supposed to be writing a song to bring everybody together. Kind of kind of dope for the for the current commentary of what's going on today, but they're supposed to be writing a song to bring the world together, whatever the situation may be. And after, after 25 years, they have, that's me, my fault. And oh. after, after 25 years, they have not fulfilled their mission. <laughs> and they're still, they're still on that mission. So uh, it's, it was just great to see like the, you know, uh, Keanu and Alex just you know, it seemed like they kind of melded back into that role. Like, not not a whole lot has changed. What their age? Uh, they have daughters in the film, uh, so I'm interested to see what part they kind of play in it. I love the the new special effects when they showed the 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 phone booth coming out the sky. I love when they take old movies and put new special effects on them, and it just looks so dope and fresh. And, and uh, and you know, I'm just I, of course I know they probably gonna show a, a bigger trailer later before they release the film, but it was just it's just really dope to see that because that's one of my favorite cult classic franchises. I love uh, both the original movies equally, uh, so I'm, I've been really excited about this since I heard about it last year. So that's that. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey coming soon. Uh, yeah. be, on, be on the lookout for that. It seems like, from what I understand, movie theaters are going to start opening back up. So for the, so for those of you out there, Mad Maniacs, who are looking to get back to the movie theaters, uh, AMC is saying that there's a possibility that uh, that they may be open, uh, you know, sometime before the end of the month. Obviously, yeah, with July first, is what I heard. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, with some newer. Um, dynamics to it and things of that nature. Uh, back in my hometown, they, they've been opening up a couple of new drive-in theaters in the actual city limits. So that part, that part is really cool. You know, I don't go down that road today, but it's, um, you know, it's really, it's, it's, it's cool. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to get back into the movie theater. I don't know about everybody else, but, you know, I'll be in there mask on, you know, doing what I do watching the movie. It is what it is. But, yeah, man, Bill and Ted's uh, Face the Music coming soon. Uh, man, I love the movies, but I'm going to be um, waiting on getting back in there. That shit can wait. I'll be streaming that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to hold off just a little bit because I'm not trying to be in too much of a, you know, too many confined spaces with people. Um, I do love the movies. Though. I'm, I, would, I mean, I miss going to the movies, but I just got to be a little, little cognizant of uh, the rest of the people in this world. Okay. So, uh, so man, Neo, uh, you next, bro. What's your put over, my friend? All right. So I'll keep the put over going. Uh, so recently, I purchased. Well, not purchased. I'm sorry. I recently re- uh, got my PS Mini Classic modified. Uh, so, so I have no. I actually bought it. the 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 Best Buy tag is still on the motherfucker. I bought that shit June or June nineteenth, twenty nineteen, from Best Buy when they were fifty bucks. Um, and I just it's been sitting, and so I finally found someone who can help me modify it. So I got it modified, and I just been playing you know all these classic video games from my childhood, um, games that I've never played before games that I thought I knew how to play I had to learn how to replay them um, and it's just been a, a good time for me so whenever I do have free time I um, you know just dive myself into that the, the, the bad thing is 
I keep going to games I've already played. So I think I have to knock that comfort zone out, play the games that I haven't played. Because, like, the first game that I played on there was, like, Street Fighter. <laughs> and I've played that so many times. So a uh, buddy of mine told me, hey, play Mega Man Legends for the PS1. It was made in 1999. So I'm starting that game. Uh, and so far, so good. So, yeah, if you have a hacker buddy out there who can help you modify your systems, I say go for it. Uh, it's going to be the best investment you can have, especially during these times. That's what's yeah. up. That, that's not bad. Hey, have you uh, have you heard of the Poly Mega uh, thing? No. Poly uh, Mega is this um, this really nice retro system that uh, I think just is now kind of starting to ship. Is something that's been in the works for a little bit over a year. Uh, what's, oh. Yeah, what's dope is it's a retro system and it has different modules, but by default, just out the box, without anything else, it plays... PlayStation games from any region, and that's cool. and that's what I want. I still haven't played my uh my my import copy of, of SmackDown Two that uh that Ryan brought me back from Japan, and so I'm like anxious. Plus other things that I want to play, but uh, I'm sure. best in one of those. Man. Yeah, and that was the other thing too that I found uh, that the homie hooked it up with. I had to put like so, some like the old school wrestling games. So I was playing um uh, WWE SmackDown Know Your Role. That's SmackDown yeah. 2. That's SmackDown yes. 2. You know I'm going to come, you know I'm come play that with you. So, yeah, that one. It, it, okay, so this is my gripe, though. I spent an hour building this piece of shit character, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I loaded myself into the season. And it and I had to skip through, like, months and months of seasons just to get into a backroom brawl with Steve Blackman. And I haven't been <laughs> on the card I haven't been on the card since. So someone's booking this shit. Not in my favor. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's funny. Weird. Yeah, man. Uh, Rock, what about you? I think you're the last one who hasn't put over. Yep, I am going last tonight. So I am uh, going to put over um, an audio book that I just started listening to. I've actually, I actually own the hardcover. Um, I bought it a couple years ago when it came out. I uh, just didn't really get a chance to dive all the way into it. Um, I am listening to the audiobook for Ahsoka. Um, the cool thing about it, um, I mean, well, obviously I'm a fan of Ahsoka Tano. Anybody who listens to this podcast would know that. Um, the cool thing about this audiobook, it is read by Ashley Eckstein, who is the voice of Ahsoka Tano on the Clone Wars cartoon. Hey. Um, so it's basically, it's read in Ahsoka's voice. So um, it's super dope. I wasn't expecting it to start with like the Star Wars, the classic Star Wars music. Like it's the intro. You hear the, yeah, you hear the little classic Star Wars intro. And then she starts talking. I got a few chapters in um, so far. So it's, it's, it's cool, man. Like obviously I'm a fan and um, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see where the rest of this book should go. Um, so if you haven't, if you haven't listened to it, um, check it out. If you haven't read it, check it out. Um, this is my first time really ever doing the audiobook thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's kind of say like they to have the the actual character voice, you know, doing the reading is a nice touch. Um, especially for the fans of the show and of the character. Um, so if you want to be lazy and not read the book but have somebody yeah. read it for you. Yeah. That's yeah. Fucking, that's uh, the audio. Most, 
Yeah, yeah audiobooks are they anyway. come in the they come in the clutch exactly for that because when I read a book, I just get sleepy. Like I don't know, I don't care when it is, what time it is, I read a book, I get sleepy. Yeah. But if I can listen to an audiobook while I'm cooking, while I'm driving, while I'm riding the bike, oh man, like I listened to JR's audiobook when I drove the family to Disneyland back and forth. And I by God. Yeah, all this by God back and forth. So man, it was it's perfect. I How many times off, did he say Oriental? Oh. Oh. Couldn't keep up like, apparently. <laughs> Good old JR. Was it a was but, it a wrestling book or was it a cookbook? <laughs> yeah, it was uh it was the wrestling book. It was like um My God, Orientals in this fried rice. <laughs> Walk are they thinking? Yeah. Freaking JR. Yeah. So Matt Maniacs, that was the putover segment. Make sure to hit us on the Twitters. Use the hashtag the the putover. Yes, yeah. sir. The the putover for sure. Share yeah. share what share what you're currently into. Uh you know, motivate us, share the love. Uh, hopefully we can, you know, take some positive from each other and, you know, you know, ge- genuinely, you know, collaborate over the, the putovers. Absolutely, man. So that was the putover segment, Matt Maniacs. We're going to get right into the bulk of the main show. Uh, this past Sunday was NXT takeover in your house. In um, the NXT, the NXT brand. Really doesn't disappoint when it comes to takeovers. Never. What, um, a, what a fun show! Yeah, I gotta say, I, I, I love the set. I loved. I really enjoyed. Oh, the set the, was uh, ill, man. I really enjoyed the commercials that were in between the matches, like the Adam Cole, the ISO Pro commercial. That was dope. Um, <laughs> was it the Todd, other Pet- one, Todd Pettengale? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to do nine hundred, you know, t- telling people to call the nine hundred number to order stuff, and him being being told that nine hundred numbers aren't really a thing anymore. Um, so that was a nice touch, um, just to kind of give it a, a nostalgic feel. Um, I enjoyed the ring camera that was on the front door of the set, which we'll get into a little bit later. Um, but as far as the show go, boy, goes, boys, I think the majority of us were able to log on at some point. And watch it with uh, Cap and, and some of the Steel Cage boys, even though Cap and Neo's day date was a little late, and we started watching it as a crew very very <laughs> late. But what it were was, some uh, of y'all? Ta- what were some of your takeaways uh, fr- from from Takeover in your house? Man, Adam Cole versus Travis Scott was wasn't bad. <laughs> said Adam Cole versus Travis. Scott. Travis, it was Tra- it was Travis Scott Negan, I think, is his full name. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but no, actually, um, I I loved the entire show. Um, you know, it was it was just really dope to see, kind of like a a shout out to the the retro set, just like you said, just some of the cues. Yeah, call lots of lots of nice callbacks. Absolutely, the the nine hundred uh, number and having the commercials, they plug the fuck out of them. ice cream sandwiches. But that's another story. Anyway, <laughs> I'm still trying, uh, I'm still trying to find it. <laughs> Hell yeah, subliminal advertising, motherfucker. But anyway, I'm gonna find see, it. I thought the, I thought the ice cream sandwich bars were supposed to be a legit thing, though. They are. Right? They are. Yeah, yeah. you so, go get those. I just can't find them. I can't find them. Oh, we gonna find them. We gonna find them. We gonna I find look. them. But I no, look. It, Every time I go to the grocery store, I look. Yeah, but it was, but it was crazy. And I mean, just just off the rip, you know, while we're just talking about the the pay per view anyway, um, 
the way they just really put the put the strap on uh, Killer Cross's back, I'm talking about for him to beat Champa the way he did, it was shocking. But I wasn't. So we just all over a place right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it, it was it was shocking, but I wasn't like <laughs> I wasn't like mad at. It. I mean, I know I thought I thought we were just talking about the pay per view as a whole. I didn't know. We were oh, okay. Specific matches. I'm sorry. If you were, then let's let's go ahead and break it down. But no, I love the show. I'm saying if we're on a speed round, then let's go. Cook it. <laughs> no, let's we good. It no, we good. Well, I, I'll sh- I'll share my takeaways. Uh, kind of like what you said, Rock. I think the set design was great. The the nostalgia, the throwback was great. Uh, my match of the night, honestly. In my opinion, it, it went to the ladies, man. Io Shirai, Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley. Hell yeah. yeah. I, I appreciated that match. It was a little, you know, clunky. shaky. It was a little shaky, but, you know, it, I think of shakiness, clunkiness as a little bit more realism to the sure. match. So that was that was kind of my justification behind that. That was one of Charlotte's best spears, by the way. I just want to throw that out there. That was yeah, man. That was Charlotte. a great spear. Charlotte was a killer, and shout-outs to Charlotte, the queen. I mean, transcending the, the business of WWE and, and making herself apparent on all the shows. I, you know, that was great, too. Um, but that was my match of the night. My runner-up was um, was definitely the uh, the Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. Just yeah, yes, indeed. Yep, not just because I'm a fan of that style of matchup. So those are my takeaways. Teak? Yeah, that was a great match. Well, Neo, first off, I want to say that um, I confronted Derek about you and him conspiring against everybody at your day date. So we, <laughs> we know that's what you and him go to the front porch to do. It was, uh, I went to the front porch to get beers and all of a sudden we uh-huh. drank beers and yeah, forgot all about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be at front porch on Friday afternoon. Oh, word. Here you go. I get off, yeah, I, I get off at 12 this Friday. So I'm, I'm yeah, going to kick go your ass, beers. Neo. <laughs> Man, those beers kick my ass, dude. I had um, <laughs> I had a couple of those Toasty Blondes, and they're seven point something. Oof, knock me on my ass, boy. Yeah, man. Uh, you said you, you said you wanted something toasty. Was it? Did you have well, a? Did you I have feel, to have a drink in the morning when you got yes, up for work? <laughs> it was. Yeah, I am shy. Shit, you not, dude. Like I definitely had an even keel, and I and I brought a growler home full of that. We heard. Yeah, it was bad, dude. I drank the entire. We heard they gave you a hassle about it. Yeah, yeah. The the two the two ladies there were were not very accommodating. Let's just say that. So, but we got it done. Is it, be, is it because you were clean faced, Neo? No, they're giving me shit about how like how my can <laughs> how by my canteen didn't have the sticker about alcohol. They're like you're you're a baby. We can't sell you this. Yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> But yeah, my match of the night is gonna be um, Keith Lee. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great match. Super pounce all day. Super. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh day. yeah, you had to have that. I knew that was coming. I was just I'm like, it's a matter of time before you throw somebody through that basic glass, pounce somebody through that basic glass. Sure enough, yeah, man. that was good, and it was just, it was um, you know, it was it was kind of spotty. At times, but that's due to the fact of the the large like size difference between the the two of them. So, Absolutely. Um, I, I think, think like I think respects too to to Keith Lee. I mean, he he did sell for Gargano pretty well. Oh yeah, but it was just things that you know. I think Keith Lee was just too wide for him to do. Like when they tried to do the 
the satellite DT Gargano clutch sequence. Oh and yeah. None of none of that seemed to to lock up. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. and then honestly, I I'll say that he didn't seem like he connected um the Big Bang um c- catastrophe that well either. Um oh, okay. You know, I know he still did it after he did two power bombs, so our spirit bomb, so it's still yeah, the, the you know, landing it's, was a little wonky, it still could have put him away, but yeah, the landing didn't seem like yeah he 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 didn't seem to connect onto Gargano like you could see space between them two, and I don't know if mm. it was due to like Gargano just being too small under him. Yeah, I feel like he didn't want to take all of his wind out because you know when he does that. He's like fully lands the jackhammer, almost pops up as if he just crashed on the motherfucker. <laughs> he had did that to somebody besides Johnny Gargano. He crushed this motherfucking half. I don't know. What to do. And he also, like, shout out to um, Keith Lee with the Black Lives Matter trunks. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. yes, sir. No, fuck. Hey, shout, shout out to Keith Lee and shout out to uh, Jolene, gear, uh, gear by Jolene, who makes some of the WWE superstars gear who made his outfit. Okay, so shout, shout her out too. As you just did, Be- because she she was following per the request of Keith Lee, Give you right? That. Absolutely. So shout yeah. out Keith Lee still. Um, <laughs> this this is off the subject, but because we're talking about Black Lives Matter, I just want to say shout out to Ron Funches on his Instagram account. I saw that he sent his um, assistant who was white out to protest for him. <laughs> wow. And, and and she was and she was holding up signs that said, um, "I'm here for Ron Fudges." One of them said, um, "My boss sent me here so he can stay home and play video games." Hey, That's funny. speaking of uh, you know, uh, Black so, Lives Matter, did right. you see the um, the John Cena donation? John Cena matched BTS's one million dollar donation to to Black Lives Matter, and I thought that was really good. John Cena's a homie. That's great because he he also donated a, a significant sum of money to uh, Shad Gaspar's GoFundMe as well. Mojito. Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, he. So yeah, man. He's, we see you, Cena. We see you, yeah, man. Yeah, Cena is but an ally. I would you. say at this point, and we're glad that you see us. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but um, um, but back to the to the in your house, Nia. I wanted to say because you were talking about um, Finn Balor's match. So um, while we were watching the match, I did say something about like Finn Balor still having the same like move set, and yeah. like I feel like something needs to change about that because I don't really watch NXT that much. I will say mm-hmm. that besides the pay per views. So to watch the pay-per-view and I'm like, wow, he's still doing the sling blade. He's still doing the, the drop kick, kick in the corner the and the, drop. yeah, the coup de gras. And he did that shit like three times. I was like, come on, for real? Like, yeah. like needs, this is what you, this is what you got? He needs like a Judas effect or something. He needs something. Yeah. The only thing that he's, he needs an overhaul. I thought so when he turned the heel that he was going to like get his shit together. <laughs> well, I thought he was gonna fight more. You may maybe you know more stiff, more um, more. I thought that he was gonna bust out some of his slam arsenal because back okay. in Japan he did a bunch of different slams other than the sling blade. But he's so small, oh, and Damien Damien is so tall. 
I mean, who knows if the matchup could have, you know, went the, the way it could, I guess could have, you know, I think yeah. he was just, he was fighting big, big man style. Uh, yeah. Balor just doesn't yeah. have an exciting move set to me anymore. Uh, yeah. The only thing that he's added in the last few years of him being in WWE in general is his version of the, uh, the nightmare on Helm Street, uh, the hurricane, whatever you want to call it. That's about the only somewhat new thing that he does. Outside of that, yeah. Speaking of Hurricane, on. maybe maybe Finn Balor should should adopt a choke slam or something. Like just he got choke slam <laughs> off, the, yeah, off the second off the second turnbuckle. That only yeah, candle to what the fuck happened to Damian Priest in that match on the stairs. Yeah, I think oh, Finn man. Balor needs yeah, to he, adopt. Well, Damian Priest uh, landed awkwardly too. He landed bad. I know. That's what I'm talking about. He landed about. far back on him like he landed on the edge of him. Yeah, yeah like the corner yeah. part. Uh huh. Yeah. And those corner parts, you can think, you can put out an eye on those corners. Let's just be real. There you go. You're yeah, the first I'm, from Neo X. You can lose the eye, Matt Maniacs. I'm trying to wonder if his, um, if it would have been better for him to land flat or if that would have hurt him more if he would have just landed solid on those I feel like things. he made pretty, an attempt sure to land flat. Was yeah. To land flat. Yeah, he made an attempt to land flat and he, you know, he might have had a little bit, jumped a little too far, missed it, and, and hit the bottom of his fucking spine on the edge of the thing. Oh, yeah. And damn, Rock, you just said something about eyes and I had a, I had a, something that I was going to say about um, Keith Lee and um, Gargano. How Justice is blind and Gargano kept trying to put Keith Lee's eyes out. <laughs> oh, with the key, yeah, right. <laughs> with yeah. the Black Lives Matter shorts, I'm like the whole the whole yep. match was just a play on on fucking what's going on. I'm trying to get yeah. trying to get an eye taken out with the rubber bullet. Yeah, man. Oh, um, this this was a six match pay per view. Yep. So out of out of six NXT houses, what would nice. you all rate it? Uh, I'm gonna go. What would you say? Out of no, six, I was asking what six. Yeah, so uh, if you were to drop six or out of six NXT houses, how much would y'all? How many houses would y'all copy? I'm gonna give it five. Five. All right. I'm gonna give it five. Five. Right on, Teak. Um. Yeah. I guess I'll give it five. All right. Bet. I was gonna say four, but five is pretty nice, also. Yeah. And real quick, my match of the night would definitely be a toss-up between um, the, the Finn Balor and, and Damian Priest, as well as the... Um, I really enjoyed the main event. I was really hyped to see EO go over. Um, so I'm, and I'm, 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 I'm excited to see what's going to be next for her, to see who she's going to have a program with, because I kind of feel like the women's division on NXT is kind of wide open right now. Yeah, and you know, with the, the fact that they're doing these six ways... I mean, the talent is there. Yeah, you know, if you're if you have enough ladies to do six way matches, and a, and a, and then two more to do a triple threat. I mean, I think. Oh, did so? Did Bianca make her full transition to the main roster? Because I haven't seen her since. As far as I know, yes. Oh, because I was going to say Bianca makes sense, but if she's yeah, on main she's, roster, yeah, she's Monday Night Raw. Oh, okay. We'll see. Well, I think it'd be nice if uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez um, try to make a, a gun for the title. Sure, I definitely, absolutely. I'd like to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right on. So we will. We'll definitely see what happens going forward with the with the black and gold brand. 
Um, this is also, like we mentioned at the, at the top of the show, this is the go-home show for Backlash, which is this Sunday. Um, as always, we're going to do our card breakdown and predictions. And again, we are recording this prior to SmackDown. Um, so the card is subject to change. If you don't like it, don't at us. SmackDown, uh, June 12th. So we're recording this before June 12th. The Friday. Yep, that's my dad's birthday. So I, yeah. You know what? I'm a dickhead. That should have been my put over. Happy ah. <laughs> oh man, I feel bad though for your for your pops though, because y'all were supposed to cruise, right? Y'all were supposed to take him to a cruise for his retirement. Yeah, a cruise was supposed to happen in July. So ah. um, yeah, I think we're actually going to be talking about what our plans are because we're going to get together this Saturday um, for his birthday. I think we're going to talk about what our plans are going to be going forward and what we're going to try to do. Which I assume is going to be next year. Um, mm. So stay tuned, Matt Maniac. You'll find out all about it. Hey, there you go. There you go. But yeah, yeah. Backlash is going to be Sunday, the 14th. Um, yeah. And honestly, I, I'll give you I'll give you my takes as of now. The, yeah. raw, the raw show, for me, I haven't seen a lot of buildup. The only matches that I'm interested in right now are like the Apollo Crews and Andrade thing. Yes. Right? It, but it hurts my heart because of what happened with Angel Garza. Um, and I'm interested to see like the Oscar Nia Jax um, dynamic really work out. Sure. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I'm, and also, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm curious to see what Edge and Randy Orton give us. So what is your opinion as of now? Where they keep calling, this is, it's been drilled into my head, boys. The greatest wrestling match ever, Randy Orton versus Edge. I think I heard it like six or seven times on Raw. Oh yeah, they're just, that's like the, the, that's their like bread and butter for this pay-per-view. They are really pushing that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, do I think these guys are capable of giving us a great match? Absolutely. Are they going to give us the greatest wrestling match of all time? Probably not. Um, but then again, everybody has their opinion on what the greatest wrestling match of all time is. So, well, um, what would the greatest wrestling match of all time or the greatest wrestling match ever consist of for you? Steamboat, Steamboat Macho. Um, oh, to this <laughs> I mean, day, to this I mean, day. No, I'm saying, like, what day. would it consist of? Like, because it would need some technical wrestling in mind, also. Yeah, for it to be I done. Need, I think you need the technical. Uh, you, you need the technical. Um, you need those the storytelling. You need, those, you need spots. You need storytelling. You need those. You know, false finishes. Um, there's a lot, you, and I also I, I think also you need to be that, invested. I think you need to be invested yeah. in the match. Do yeah, you feel invested? I, yeah, from what Are I've you guys read, invested in these two. Um. I wouldn't say I'm invested in them, but will I watch them? Yes. Um, just because I know what they both can do individually. Um, Did WrestleMania think, ruin your investment in them? No. No, I think, because I think they just I think they just went entirely too long. Um and it may have been a little overproduced. Um from what I've read, this match was this match has already been recorded. Or recorded really? filmed. Yeah, this has been filmed. Um prior oh to Oh my god. However, uh, I also read that there there is supposed to be portions of backlash this Sunday that are going to be live. Um with the exception of the Edge and Randy Orton match. So 
Um, there is going to be Max. courses that are going to be live. I, I mean, I don't know. Look at what they did with the Boneyard match. That was that was pre-recorded, and that was that might have been the best match on the WrestleMania card. Period. Wow! So, so it was recorded before this Raw that just happened. Yeah, from what I read, they recorded it um, sometime over the weekend. But see, now it's like corny because you have Edge yeah, and Christian you, doing the peep show. Right, and you know that nobody really got hurt if they're still, like, fucking on Raw. Well, that's because Rock's not yeah. supposed to ruin it and suspend disbelief because <laughs> Rock reads the dirt sheets. So, yeah. way to go, Rock. You just ruined Backlash. <laughs> you know what? That's the title. Rock ruins Backlash. Yeah. So now backlash. I know that Edge's back is not going to be lashed. <laughs> now, now I know there's no lashing going on. There might be a Lashley though. Well, uh, and and speaking of like greatest wrestling matches and dirt sheets, did y'all yeah. see the um, the the Twitter exchange between Ciampa and, and Orton? Yes, I did. <laughs> so yeah. or- Orton was over here shitting on Ciampa because. <laughs> uh, yeah, because of the leg slaps, right? And but you know, overall, I think Champa does do good. Yeah, I think Champa does great wrestling matches. I think Champa even has five star matches, and I don't think Orton has one. Really? I don't think he does. Wow, interesting. I mean, I that, that's a that's a that's an interesting take right there. You don't think you you don't think in his entire career. The twelve-time champ has ever had a five-star match. That's a hell of a hot take. I mean, wow. that's something, something that we got to Google. Yeah, um, you know what? That's that, that needs to be a, 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 a Patreon discussion because that's a that's a lofty statement, there, Neo. I almost want to watch I'll, some Randy Orton matches this week, like just to just to kind of you know, validate that statement. Bless you. Yeah. What um, what Randy Orton does have though is a lot more. Um, Posters, and what I mean is those RKOs. When it comes down to it, you know that's what people think of. He's got more highlights, even if he doesn't have five star matches. Between the RKOs, when he was doing the the punt kick, when he was the legend killer, uh, he has a lot of memorable like spots. When he was fucking slinging the the Singh brothers (laughs) into the table. (laughs) Oh man, that's funny because I just saw. I just saw that tweet when he dropped the Singh brother on his head. I'm like, oh my uh, god, I forgot about that. Yeah, epic. he was dunking. He was dunking those dudes. Hell yeah, he was dunking <laughs> them like a motherfucker. The epic. Let's not forget about the epic WrestleMania uh, spot between uh, him and Seth Rollins when Seth tried to stomp him and he, he fucking launched him off into an RKO. Great uh, spot. <laughs> that yeah. was dope, and so was his. Uh, when Evan Bourne was doing the fucking oh yeah shooting star press yeah yeah, she was great yeah he's definitely has a lot of like oh wow moments for sure but Randy I mean he's always have this you know this I'll even call it a disgust towards like the indie guys you know who like to slap the leg to really awaken the senses you know Um, I'm, I'm all for a little leg slapping you know, with my wrestling. <laughs> now, Hell, now we know I, what Neo's into. I liked it when Lucha Slap Underground. Neo yeah, likes his leg slapped. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slap my leg and ride it, girl. Um, Whoa, hey. I was saying. Yes, sir. And Lucha Underground, when they would actually do the uh, sound effects into the matches, 
I thought that was great. I loved it. You know, it just it's a, it's the sound that awakens your senses. <laughs> uh, you yeah. sound like a you sound like you're doing like a pitch or like an infomercial. Late leg slaps. It's the sound that awakens your senses. What's that? Dun, dun. that sounds like that gum commercial. What is it like? Something five. Oh, chewing five gum feels like <laughs> slapping your leg in a wrestling yeah. match. <laughs> chewing five gum feels like slapping your leg. Is that the no? Is that the title? <laughs> slapping your leg. But That's uh, the slapper. But yeah, man. I mean, when I mean when it comes to greatest wrestling match ever, I think you can't forget the seven star match that happened to this day. Kenny Omega versus Okada in the Tokyo uh, Dome. Okay. Man, we're stars. talking WWE, bro. Seven stars, baby. It's just when I saw the title, the greatest match ever. I did like the the, the Rocky. My, no, I did the Rocky My Via eye roll gif. I was like, ah. So his, so his, I'm, uh, I'm sure his... Uncle Dave threw up when he saw that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so Neo, here's a thought. Disgust um, me. I, I, Googled, I Googled something, and CBR has a list of Randy Orton's five greatest wrestling matches. I feel like at some point, sometime this week, we need to watch these, maybe take take one day at a time, watch either one. But the ones that they're given is uh, Orton versus Edge at Vengeance 2004, Orton versus Kurt Angle at One Night Stand 06. Oh yeah, Orton versus Cena, SummerSlam 07. Orton versus Christian, I remember that match vividly. Uh, Over the Limit 2011, and then uh, Orton versus Daniel Bryan on Raw, uh, February 4th, 2014. We need to watch. We need to watch the matches. We need to pick our favorite out of those five. Y'all, y'all Listen, follow? There's no denying Randy Orton is the master of the headlock and the RKO. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. I'm sorry. Burying, but... You're burying Randall. <laughs> Listen, great dude. The lock in the RKO word. Great That's dude, a, but. All get. <laughs> I think everybody nowadays does a cutter. Even like I that. Mean, that and, new... the, and, and the hand stump. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, that's my That's, an around, like that's that. an around the world stump. He needs to hand, other hand, foot, other foot. <laughs> He ain't gonna hit Yo, you with a knee drop. But none of that, none of that shit is better than the master of the headlock. That needs to be in his Twitter bio. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. The RKO. I better put some respect on Orton. Orton be giving great matches. Orton you respect Arsenal. Randall Orton, man. Respect <laughs> Randall Orton. <laughs> oh yeah. man! So we get to, uh, yeah. Let's get back to the card, though. There's a few more matches we haven't given uh, our well, takes on. Yeah, I was, and I was gonna say then. So other than Raw, so Edge and Orton on Raw, um, Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley—they're also on Raw. Anything on that? Yeah, Drew's not losing on Sunday, so keep it moving. Yeah, he ain't losing. <laughs> Bobby Lashley though—he's really getting over that full Nelson. Like he really looks like a beast with that full Nelson. But I just don't—I can't find or I can't get behind what his motivations are. So, this out. What if, and you guys might not like this, but what if um, Bobby Lashley gets disqualified 
and that's how Drew McIntyre wins because Bobby but, Lashley's been doing a thing with the lock, like not letting it go. So he's been getting disqualified for that. So I felt like I've like, heard that or I've seen that though. Has has Bobby Lashley done that in the past? Like, you know, lost or you know, kind of loses via his disqualification. Yeah, I think that's been a stick lately with the <laughs> with the full Nelson. Okay, so that's why yeah. it seems like you know that's one of those things where it's like okay, Drew didn't lose. Drew's still strong. And yeah, he just fucks him got up. A title, and we're still building Bobby Lashley up and building his his full Nelson lot. Would you still want? Would you still want that in the ring or out of the ring, like via count out? Um, I don't know because I feel like it's like the thing with the thing with Drew is like all of his feuds that he's been having have been short. They feel right. like they've been like one week feuds or something. Right. So if we do something like get Bobby Lashley disqualified. We can build their feud still to like mm. a bigger pay per view. SummerSlam. Yeah, I, I think if um, I think even the Bobby Lashley feud could even go another three or four weeks until we get someone like maybe Jinder Mahal come back. Oh, uh, Jinder's out for a while, man. He just had surgery. Man, are you serious? Yeah, he just had knee. I think it was knee uh, surgery. I think he was just he just came back though. Yep, okay. he's out again. Okay, never mind. I mean, I just really can you redact that G one? Just redact my entire sentence. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to. I just want to know who is a good foil for Drew McIntyre. I mean, like Bobby looks good against him, so we'll see what happens. I just think that it's too yeah. soon for them to be taking the title off Drew. I just so. feel like Bobby Lashley has like final boss looks like final boss material right i feel like if you're gonna do something with bobby lashley i feel like you should lead up to it or something i feel you do you think yeah. bobby lashley should become the 24 7 champion <laughs> wow. wow i mean you saw what he did our truth yeah he ragged all them why didn't you just I take know, but re- remember when mojo got the 24 title and and he tried to be like <laughs> he tried to legitimize I, it <laughs> i'm not gonna run anymore you guys run at me i'm gonna fight you like that would have been what bobby lashley would do so see that'd be dope if if lashley could do it because then you could really stack him up against a monster hell have him tear that fucking title in half just like whatever you know that'd be funny do something what okay. else on the card neo uh for raw Oscar versus Nia Jax. So uh, Nia Jax has been a real bully lately. All right, hey, you be nice. You be nice Nia to my Jax boo. Said that she's been getting bullied by. Oh. She did by this. Austin Kyrie saying she did this with Alexa Bliss like a year ago. Okay, she needs to calm down. All right, she needs to. She needs to calm she's down. She needs to learn always, how to how to wrestle. Is she a martyr? Hey, 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 hey! Is 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 she the why me girl, Nia? Why me girl? They're picking on me. You know who that is. Y'all are assholes. Uh, but you know, I think Nia Jax and Oscar. We've we've seen this before. So this is like a repeat. I just forget how long ago it was, but I remember when Oscar was tearing through the competition. That was a thing. What I don't like is how you have Oscar and Charlotte. You know, kind of 
tangoing, right? They were like a tag uh-huh. team, and then they turned against each other, and so you made Oscar lose, and then you know you beat up Oscar again later. So if Oscar is supposed to be a strong champion against Naya, you know I want Naya to have a credible opponent going into Backlash. But well, why Asuka, is Charlotte coming into the picture? Oscar won in the tag team match, but she got attacked after. But right. They're putting Charlotte in it because Charlotte doesn't have the NXT title anymore. And I remember asking you guys that before we did the last show, like when we were um, trying to figure out who was going to win that match. I said, well, does Charlotte have any other feuds going on right now? Because if they're just going to throw her in another title picture, then they probably don't really care if she loses the NXT one. Who's shipping boxes? <laughs> Sounds like yeah, someone's... Sounds There's like someone's of, stretching tape or something. That or, or if someone using like one of the like earpiece, like the corded, like the corded earpiece microphones or something. I don't have any headset in right now or mic. Damn, who's all that? Yeah, rubbing, but I'm muted. It? Oh. All Anyways, right. next. Uh, uh, so for Raw, I think the oh yeah, Apollo Cruz versus Andrade. That's on Andrade. Raw. Dun 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 dun. Match of the night, right there. Yeah, this is this is match of the night contender against. uh, You know, this hasn't been announced on the card yet, but the other match of the night for the SmackDown side could be Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. Yep. So these two matches are definitely the ones to watch in my book. Well, yeah. Yeah, Let's uh, talk about this. Let's talk about this. um, Apollo Cruz is Low Lashley versus um, Andrade. So, you you know Andrade is not getting that title. Hey, come on out. <laughs> you know what? I, Black I Lives Matter, sure. man. Black ah. Lives Matter. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'll say this. Since Apollo's had this, you know, this run with Andrade, Apollo has been highlighted very well because he has a good partner, you know? So, that's why I say, man, these matches... Oof, him and Apollo, they 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 can dance together really well, just like Andrade and and AJ and Andrade and Ray. You know, you put Andrade uh-huh. with anybody, bro. I mean, it's going to be a blowout. I concur. Sure, I, I yeah, think like hot sauce. You just put that shit on everything. Andrade is the hot sauce for sure. He's the tapatio of the WWE. Um. <laughs> So, but do you think so? The thing that's plagued Apollo throughout his career is he's always had these short stints. So, Teak, you feel legitimately then he'll he'll have like a a, a a solid reign or a solid run as the U.S. title. I mean, I just fit, I just want to know how does how do you feel about your boy if he loses on Backlash because. Like, how does that make him look to the public if he just, like, what, what do they say? Just yeah. got swept. He, you know, he yeah. got swept in a, in a, in some matches. Like, what, yeah. what would that be? A third match? And on top of that, like, he, I mean, it's cool he that they're not have... doing 50 50 booking, but yeah, just a straight flush. Well, and then to add to that, too, he didn't have a quote unquote legitimate win, uh, on Raw, the three way. KO, had a stun angel and you know Andrade did you know his bad guy stuff and took the win you know so 
even that even that win it has you could even put an asterisk by that win Tain it. yep but uh, all respect to Andrade he is a representante he's the representative of the US championship in my heart but, so you know I'm I know to I know to build somebody up. Somebody else has to go down. But you know, happy they're true. building. Happy they're building Apollo up. Just wouldn't want it to be off the off the back of another guy who you know is popular or could be, you know, doing well. Don't want to see that clip his wings. You know, no so, fun. Let me yeah, and let me ask you this though: the the U.S. title has always had the moniker of the U.S. Open. Like, every other wrestler has always tried to live up to that moniker, the Open the open title match. Do you feel like you would want to see more of that, or do you feel like Apollo should start to hold on to it, you know, closer and, you know, protect it at all costs? Yo, right now, I kind of feel like, fuck that U.S. title. They need to get rid of it. Bring, <laughs> bring something else in. Where's the they U.K.? Were- Where's the UK title? Uh, in, 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 in quarantine? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's they the... want a, a different design for that belt, though, man, at the least. For they what, the United about States that. title? Yeah, they were yeah. talking about revamping it. Uh, fuck, fuck that title. Yeah, that's I the, mean... That's the white man's title. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The white man's title. And it's only been held by foreigners, to be honest. <laughs> Shinsuke because had it. All, right? Because we're always trying to get the United States back. We're like, no, man, we built this. But <laughs> I'm the representative now. Right. Because who, always... who had it before Andrade? Um, AJ, right? Right. And probably at some point had it, didn't he? Was it AJ or was it Shinsuke? <laughs> Shinsuke, fucking, what was the the other dude's name that used to date Paige? Didn't he have it? Mm, I don't even remember. I'm that's just naming how, people now. That's I'm, how. That's how. That's how rememberable the U.S. title is. You know, we can't even count on our hands who's fucking had it. Yeah, because it wasn't he called <laughs> it, it, like it, it used to be a spinner title. Wasn't he calling it the Mexican American title or something when he had it? The North American? That's on NXT. No, the Mex American when fucking Del Rio had it. Oh, did he? I I missed Del Rio's run. So y'all probably know better than I do. That's when he was with fucking Coulter, the dude in the wheelchair and shit. Shit. All right. Well, we can move on to the next one. Uh, this one is kind of odd because it's Bailey and Sasha versus Bliss and Cross versus the Iconics. But Bailey and Sasha were just crowned champions on Monday. Do you think they're going to lose it come pay per view? Smart booking? No. Right? Not yet. I don't. I. I it's hard for me to get excited over this match if you've just had a title change for like like literally two a day ago. Who who have who's the title change to? Uh, Bailey. So, yeah, Bailey and and Banks won it from Bliss and Cross. Uh, on Monday. Yeah, it's I Friday. mean, but it could but it could change again because that. Oh, Friday. Uh, sorry. The women's title was fluke shit and. Mm. Bailey has the women's title, doesn't she? So, 
Yeah. So when champions normally have multiple titles, it doesn't last too long. So I wouldn't be surprised if they lose the tag titles. So and the iconics get them because they're an actual tag team. That's what I was gonna say, bro. I was gonna say the iconics. I feel like have a more legitimate claim to the titles versus, you know, these, you know, mashup tag teams, right? right. So I think the Iconics should take it. And honestly, when they were champions, I liked it. Iconics. Yep. I like their not, runs, man. And they, not they were just fun. that, but both other teams, um, besides the Iconics, are teams that they're probably going to get ready to split up. Like, if the Iconics win the tag team titles back, why would um, Alexa Bliss and Cross still be a thing? And then mm. maybe we could do something to speed up fucking um, Sasha Banks and um, I don't know what's Bailey. other name is. Bailey's speed well, up their um, split up. Let, let me add to that. Bailey and Banks, they were the women who pushed for the tag team titles, remember? Don't you feel like they would want to hold on to those a little bit longer or be a tag team a little bit longer? Well, didn't they lose them real quick when they won them before? Exactly. So don't you feel like this is kind of like they're just due? Like they want to no, hold on I to feel, these? And- I, I feel like it would be right up their alley. That's what I'm saying. They lose them again. That would further their distinction between each other. Oh. Yeah, that would be kind of they're not a good Because they're not a good team. But <laughs> let's break this down heel and face. Bailey and Banks are are heel. Cross and Bliss are face. I think the Iconics work heel, but they're likable. You know? Right. I, I even think from like a like a you know wrestling science perspective, I think Bailey and Banks, if they hold on to it because A, the recent title change, B, the women's champ and the, you know, boss, so to speak, can hopefully make these titles a little bit stronger. But also, the Iconics haven't been on TV in a while, and since they've brought them back on TV, they've kind of been pushing their story, so that also mm-hmm. could, you know, be a reason for them to, to win the titles, like if they're trying to push them again. The thing that 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 I fell off on was when the Iconics, when Billy Kay slapped her homegirl uh-huh. I thought I thought why was that like why do I need that like well what are you doing to me right now you know because they're about to get on some um oh what is it Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Bitch type shit like <laughs> <he's about> to... <laughs> so split well, personality type shit like oh you don't want to see me when I'm angry <laughs> speaking of uh split personalities did y'all see there was this thing on the dirt sheets where they were trying to make uh Tamina into a nice crazy lady. <laughs> nice crazy, what you mean? Like a split personality? Yeah, exactly that. Like I think because I think on the dirt sheets I was reading like how you know no one's meaner than Tamina. They're trying to make it. They're trying to spin it to where she's nice, but she's like out of her mind. Oh, so then you get the mean version when she gets mad. Maybe. I'm just glad that it's not. Like I tried searching for it again on Twitter and I didn't find it, so I'm hoping that they close it down <laughs> because no. So check this out, Neo, and I hate to bring this dude up again, but do you remember for like it was probably like two episodes of SmackDown that they were teasing that they were going to do a split personality with Mojo? 
Oh yeah, with the uh, like the, the shattered glass on his face or something. Uh, yeah, the li- Mr. Lightning face. Yeah, and he was looking Taser at face. The, He was looking at himself in the mirror, yelling at himself. Taser, Taser face. <laughs> <laughs> you will remember the it's name. It's metaphorical. Taser face. That's Mojo Riley's Taser face. Yeah, I remember that. I remember they, that. They they did that for like two episodes, and then they dropped that shit. Yep, they just took a big flopping dump, dude. And right, Brunk you know. came, and then they started dancing together, and that shit was was like, hey, I thought you were going crazy. What happened? <laughs> yeah, I guess there's only one person who can hear the voices in their head. Um, I see uh, what you did there. Yeah, uh, hey. Next, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. They're telling me to talk about Jeff Hardy and Sheamus and this whole yeah. re- reality booking. I don't care about this match. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> I don't because it's shit. Like Sheamus talking shit about him getting locked up and and Jeff Hardy trying to prove his innocence. I'm like, why are you playing on this? And what's with Sheamus's issue with um, who is it? Is it Michael Cole that he keeps? Picking on? Oh well, fuck Michael Cole. But yeah, you're right. It's one of those. It's one of those ring announcers. It's like, why does Sheamus? Why is his gimmick that he wants to keep bullying the the fucking ring announcer? The, the announcer guys. Yeah, yeah, I, I, hand, my hands are up on this match, boys. Uh, if I had to pick somebody, I'll just go babyface booking. I hope Jeff Hardy wins. <laughs> right there. Yeah, that's gonna be my. Uh... Go to the bathroom, get a drink. They're using death, real, real life shit in the in the storyline, and you know, I mean, I think shape. I'm I'm more on Sheamus's end. Like, I want Sheamus to win because I'm just tired of Jeff Hardy getting pushed. Like, I don't think that he's that popular anymore for him mm-hmm. to just keep leaving and keep coming back and getting all the opportunities that he gets. Um. I was just you know, talking Shame, about this. With Sheamus somebody. was out and Sheamus was injured and he just came back and he should be getting, you know, well, his shine too. Sheamus went back to Sheamus 1.0. Right. I don't like that, Sheamus. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I was literally just talking about this with somebody like how um, it seems like back in the day during like the Attitude Era or whatnot when the Hardys were, you know, doing what they were doing. It's Jeff was the most popular Hardy, and then you fast forward to you know you get into now where now Matt has reinvented himself into this character that old and young seem to enjoy so well. Now he's the more popular Hardy. Jeff's you know constantly in and out of trouble, you know or whatever it is he's doing, and then it's hard for him to really pick up momentum when he gets back in the ring. So then it just gets kind of stale. Yeah. Well, I, and Jeff had. Or has a successful partnership, or he, you know, with with his brother, you know, as brother Nero, and I mean, I love the pairing when when they're when they're together, obviously. Yeah, but when they're apart, is just you know. Yeah, exactly. I um, and why is Seamus acting like him and Cesaro don't know each other now? Dude, I was just gonna say that. You remember when the bar was cool? <laughs> Oh man, like I fucked with the bar. I fucked bar with the bar heavy. Team. Yeah, they were heavy, man, and they they held I'm, all them fucking tag team titles like on both like, brands. Man, I missed the bar. Exactly going at it with the with the new day and the Usos. And the Usos, yep. 
and now these dudes in the ring together and they act like that they're, they're not like hey remember me you don't remember remember when, the bar? remember when we used to wreck shit nope <laughs> remember when we used to put our thumbs sideways and <laughs> remember when we used to have synchronized uh, intros remember when we used to wear kilts and remember, camo jackets remember when we had a chalk line jacket I mean fuck man it was such a right. good thing it was such a good thing uh, let's see uh, this one I can't fathom Braun Strowman versus The Miz and John Morrison now I'm thinking Braun's gonna call back Nicholas for this one he needs, <laughs> he needs a partner doesn't he or is this gonna be oh no it's a it's a, oh, it's a handicap match it's a universal it's a title match. Yep, universal championship handicap. Yeah, so match. Miz and Morrison will share the the they'll be co champs. Okay, so if that's leg- if that is a thing, then you can't tell me the new day thing uh wasn't legit then, right? So does that mean when Kofi had it, New Day had it? Mm. Sure. No. <laughs> Well, I believe I believe what I said, but yeah, I guess, I guess it only matters if if they defend it, if they take turns defending it. So, talk about some like Nickelodeon bullshit. Where do where 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 does the Miz and Morrison get their hands on some Nickelodeon gack or goo? <laughs> and they have enough time to rig it. Slime time live. Slime time live. <laughs> Oh man, like I don't know. It's just, and then again, they got Braun tipping trucks again, or vans, or whatever. I'm just like, come on. Somebody man. said that they got Braun doing that so that you guys can. They're trying to get you to um, nostalgia when he was cool. <laughs> it's like, remember when I used to do this? Uh, he's been cool, man. He's just not booked well. It's sad. He, he hasn't man. Braun's whole run with this title has been. I could care less. And it's so sad because I remember when I wanted him to have the title. Yeah. And now it's just like, uh, yep. Miz and Morrison could actually beat you on Sunday. And I'd probably be more excited about what they're going to do as co-champs and how that's going to split their tag team up than on continuing to hold the title. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly can't get excited for this, but if y'all can, boys, let me know. But I just couldn't piece the, the logic. If I had to choose someone, I think just to twist it, I'll go with Miz and Morrison. Let's just see how a co-champ dynamic works out. Sure. Why not? That's what I'm saying. What, what about you, Rock, or you, G1? Thoughts on this match? I don't give a shit about this match. <laughs> <laughs> or Braun Strowman. G1? <laughs> it's just not good, man. Like, I don't know what to say. It's just not good. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I, I'm gonna watch it just to see what happens. I'm, I'm gonna hope that Braun just keep it because it's stupid to have two a co-champ. That shit's dumb to me. That was dumb when they've done it before. So just let Braun win it. It's like a, like co-managers in the office when Jim yeah. and Michael were, were co-managing. Yeah, that shit was stupid as fuck. So nah, I'm, I'm cool. Well, that's uh, that's the card thus far. So hopefully, I'm sure we'll have this episode prior to the show, uh, maybe even during the show, or we'll, we'll, we'll jump on, you know, Facebook or not Facebook, like Instagram live, and and maybe give some takes on, you know, some of the card that has changed. Why not? We'll Let's do it. We'll see. 
yeah, we'll see what happens. And uh, I know we're kind of getting a little long in the tooth tonight on this episode, but we were just yeah, let's wrap it up. it up, having some fun. Um, T, you said you don't have a burial, correct? No, sir. Okay. I do Everybody's got a snack been of the doing week. good, all the fucking protests and everything. So yeah, we keep it positive. No burials right now. I like just, it. You know, but we do got snacks. Uh, snack of the week. Yes. Yeah, uh, this is my up. first time. First time seeing this young lady. Uh, was on Takeover on Sunday. She came out with what's his name? Cross. Carrying Car- killer, killer yeah. Cross. That guy. His valet, <laughs> manager, whatever she is to him. Wife. Um, his, oh, it's his wife? Yes, that's his wife. Oh, shit. Good for him. Are they shoot, um, mar- shoot married brother, brother? All right, they're brother, brothers. Well, her name is Scarlett. Um, she was looking looking mighty fine. That was my first time putting eyes on her, and um, I, was, I was mesmerized a little bit. So I was digging the silver hair. For some reason, <laughs> silver hair on a woman does it for me. I don't know why. But uh, yeah, she uh, was was looking mighty nice. So this week's snack of the week is none other than Scarlett uh, from the NXT brand. Yes, indeed, Scarlett Bordeaux. I've been watching her for for many years in another promotion, and uh, yeah, she's always been fine. I, I did not know until they got to NXT that her and Killer Cross were married. But sure enough, great oh, <laughs> great <no>. pickup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Matt Maniacs, you can always hit us up on the Twitters, on the Instagrams. Let us know what you're feeling. Let us know what you think about our takes. Um, this is the Go Home Show to Backlash 2020. Uh, um, I'm sure the boys will be hopping on a Zoom call with the Steel Cage boys as we have been doing through this entire uh, quarantine and pandemic and watching this together. Yeah. And uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Hit us with the feedback. Go to the Patreon. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com. Um, unless there's anything else, I think we're about to get out of here. So, um, any anything we miss, boys? Well, I just want to share with all the Mad Maniacs and throughout the world in the Zoomiverse that you know keep doing keep doing good for yourself and hope for a better tomorrow. Keep uh, keep it positive and and keep positivity around you. Definitely appreciate y'all listening. As I always like to say. Um, this is a black and brown podcast. Black lives do matter. Indeed. Y te soportamos, cabrón. Yep, what he said. Yeah, yeah. And we will be back next week going over the results of Backlash and whatever else happens um, over the course of the next week. So on behalf of T-Call the Villain, G1 to the Rescue, and the Neo-X, I am yes, Rock sir. Knowledge. Matt Me. Maniacs, as always, keep your shoulders off the mat. mat. What up, this Chocolate Thunder Willie Mac, and you tuning in to Matt Mania Podcast, baby, Westside. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.